can't breathe. Hey everyone, welcome again to the FakePigskin.com podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rainbolt. I can be found on Twitter at Adam Rainbolt. With me tonight, uh, our usual gang of guys, our first one, Regan Yant at ReganFP. How's it going, Regan? Hey, I'm good tonight, man. Glad to be on here. And also fresh off his Jamaican vacation, we have John Kerwin. Hey, John. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Great to be hey, back. Hey, Mom. <laughs> hiatus there, but I'm back now. I'm back. So. Nice. It's good to have you back. And if uh, anyone wants to follow John on Twitter, he can be found at jkerwin777k. You mean if anybody wants to, everybody should. Yeah, for sure. And I, I know you guys have been picking up a lot of followers recently, which is which is awesome. Um, a lot of good stuff out there on Twitter. Uh, so this week we wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, the past few weeks we focused on our quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end rankings from a fantasy perspective. But this week we wanted to talk a little bit about um, season win totals, or also known as Vegas over-unders. Uh, these would be the win, win totals for the NFL teams for the upcoming 2013 season. Uh, these numbers were released just a few weeks ago, and uh, obviously just for illustrative purposes, not for any uh, nefarious gambling or anything like that. Uh, right, Regan? Never that, right? Not me. No, n- none of us. So um, without any further ado, we'll kind of just uh, jump in and talk about kind of what Vegas thinks and what the public perception is of the 32 NFL teams for this season. Perfect. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, guys. So we'll actually start at the top of the list. We'll go alphabetically. Uh, we'll start at the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Cardinals had a bit of a rough season last year, finishing 5-11, and firing Coach Ken Wisenhunt, uh, losing Ray Horton as a defensive coordinator, and well as quite a few players. Um, finally added a quarterback in Carson Palmer, uh, for what that's worth, depending on how you feel about how he performed in Oakland. Um, and the opening line for the Arizona Cardinals for 2013 was five and a half wins. Uh, what do you say, Regan? Come on. Super Bowl champs, man. Here we go. No, <laughs> um, I'm not going to get into division predictions or anything like that. No records yet. We'll, uh, wait until we, t- we'll wait for a future podcast for that. Um, for right now, five and a half, I got them above. We're going to go with a nice arrow up. Yeah, and if uh, if you guys looked at all the season totals, the five and a half is tied for, well, actually is, uh, would be third worst um, with a, one other team at five and a half and one team with five wins, which we'll get to a little bit later. Um, John, how do you feel about the Cardinals prospects in 2013? I mean, the Cardinals terrible. Cardinals are terrible. I mean, you're lucky <laughs> just one win. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You son of a... Um, I think they're going to be under. I think they're going to be right around at five wins, maybe six. Regan, I know you hate hearing that, but just looking at the schedule, I mean, having to play Seattle twice, San Francisco twice, Atlanta, New Orleans, they play the Texans as well. Um, they, they got a, they got a tough road ahead. So I'm not, not that I really don't like them. I just really don't think there's a lot of, a lot of prospect there with the schedule that they have in front of them. So. Yeah, and like Regan, I, I, I like the over here uh, at five and a half. I think they're probably, you know, bottom six win team at the top, maybe eight or nine. We'll get to a little bit later in the off season as we talk about final records. But um, I kind of like the Cardinals over, over six here. I don't believe that they'll be the third worst team in the league. I really don't. Um, and maybe some of that's being a homer or a longtime Cardinal fan, but uh, uh, so be it. I think they're a very good team in a very good division. That's what's working against them. I, I don't argue that, to be honest with you. Yeah, our, our next team is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, a lot of free agent additions in the off season. They obviously made it to the NFC Championship game in 2012. Added Steven Jackson in the backfield, replacing Michael Turner. Uh, the Vegas number here is uh, 10 wins for the Atlanta Falcons. What do you think about that one, John? Um, you know what? I have Atlanta over. I have them over 10 wins. I love the addition of Steven Jackson. Um, I'm on that bandwagon for sure. Uh, and OCU Manure and then those rookie cornerbacks and, uh, True Fun, Alfred were nice additions. Hopefully they can pan out, but I see that team getting Gonzalez back too is huge. So I see them doing nothing but either staying consistent or hopefully playing better than they did last year and reaching the Super Bowl this year. So. I, I agree. I agree. I take the over 10 wins also. Uh, I feel like they are a team obviously knocking on the door of the Super Bowl last season just a couple of plays away. Uh, I honestly feel no reason why they won't be in a similar position in 2013. Regan? 
Yep, absolutely. I'm I'm over. I'm way over. I think they got number one seed potential in the NFL. And uh, exact. I'm 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 with both you guys. I'm I'm looking Super Bowl for Atlanta this year. We're all pretty agreed on that one. So, yeah. Which is which is surprising with Seattle and San Francisco in the NFC. Which I'm not down on either of them. It's just I got a lot of hope in Atlanta. So. Yep. Yep. And yep. they've and, and they've shown us just well, just like San Francisco has too. But Atlanta, you know, making it that far in 2012 really says a lot about the team. Uh, next team we'll talk about the Baltimore Ravens, defending Super Bowl champions. Um, what's to say? I mean, <laughs> they won the Super Bowl. They achieved the goal that all these teams are really vying for. Uh, the Vegas number there is eight and a half wins for 2013. I I I do have them over. Um, I'm not going to play some first in their division this year. Uh, that's gonna, that's we're going to go with the Natty <laughs> on that one. But uh, um, they 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 got some question marks on offense, obviously. Uh, and really, just a wide receiver. I mean, the departure of Anquan Bolden. Uh, we'll see how Torrey Smith. Continue if he continues his development as yeah, the number well, one receiver, uh, and really, yeah, who who else is going to step up? Correct. You know, we just don't know right now. I, I think they plug and played the, the defense. I I think that they 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 completely easily took the old guys out and they replaced them with more um, stud guys. I mean, getting Elvis Dumerville on on the defensive line. Oh man, I, I I don't see a step back for the defense. I see a step forward for the defense. Their defense could be even better. Yeah, and some folks will point to, uh, you know, one of John's new favorite guys, Paul Kruger, leaving Baltimore headed to Cleveland um, as someone that the Baltimore defense may miss greatly. But if you look at the stats and just kind of how he was used in Baltimore, he's really a third down, just a situational pass rusher. So Yeah, what did um, he play less than 40% of the snaps, right? Yep, that, that was the stat, which I do like Kruger, by the way. He was kind of a product of the system, though. I mean, you got to think he, he got a lot of looks because, I mean, he did have Ray Lewis, Terrell Suggs. Um, you had Haloti Nada. I mean, it's tough to, to stick stick on one guy when you have all those guys around that defense. So, yeah, yeah, and like you guys are saying, all their additions with Doomerville, um, Huff. I mean, even in the draft with uh, Arthur Brown and Matt Elam, they did they did a really good job. They did a really good job with that. I was on the fence with them. I think they're going to be over as well. I don't have them winning the division either. I actually have Cincinnati also, um, and that's where I'm at with that. What, what's with all the harmony tonight, man? Jeez, other, other, other than your Cardinal hate, uh, <laughs> man. I, w- I wasn't hating on the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals. <laughs> I like I like Bruce Arians. I'm really high on Larry Fitzgerald this year. I just think it's just one of those years. There's, it's too tough of a road ahead of them. So <laughs> I d- didn't mean to do it to you there, Regan. Yeah, whatever. Our, ne- <laughs> our next team, the Carolina Panthers, uh, finished at 7-9 and nine last year, much like their division mates in New Orleans and Tampa. Um, with the Falcons running away with that division very early on and finishing with the number one seed at 13-3. and three. Uh, Carolina looking like a seven-win team, according to Vegas. Um, Rianati, I mean, I guess so much of this depends on how one feels about Cam Newton, about Carolina's prospects uh, in 2013, right? Yeah, I mean, he's a great fantasy quarterback. I'm not a fan of him professionally. I got him lower than seven. I think they take a step back this year. Um We'll see what happens with with them. They, they they've always got a situation. They you know they got a good linebacker now with Luke Kuechly, but uh, who else is he going to throw to? They you got Steve Smith who's aging, Greg Olson the tight end, but they really don't have another uh, receiver to step up. Who is uh, Jonathan Stewart finally going to step up and and realize his potential and stay healthy, or are they just going to finally you know free D'Angelo baby and give him the rock and just bench Stewart, um, but I, I don't. I see him taking a step back. I, I got him lower than seven. John, thoughts on Carolina? I have him right about it. A push. I, I like Cam Newton. I think he's going to continue to progress as a professional quarterback. But Jonathan Stewart, I just don't think he's going to be healthy. Then again, you're playing teams like New Orleans twice, Atlanta, playing Seattle, San Francisco. They even have New England on the schedule this year. Um, I am right around that seven wins again this year, same as they were last season. I don't think they're going to digress by any means. I just don't think they, they have it in them to beat some of those teams on the schedule. Yeah, and I'll go ahead and take over. Uh, mm-hmm. I was leaning towards a push also, um, but I'll go ahead and take them over 7.5. I really feel like the I'm probably one of the few folks that don't like the Saints' uh, prospects in 2013. I feel like they will be the team in that division to take, take a step back, um, so I'll go ahead and take Carolina over 7. Our next team, the Chicago Bears, 
they finished last season at 10 and 6, uh, tied for second place with the Vikings behind the Packers at 11 and 5. Um, Vegas number, Vegas thinks that the Chicago Bears will be a 8.5 win team in 2013. We're going, I'll go John? first. Yeah, John, go ahead. Um, I, have, I had the Bears over. I know a lot of people. A little bit worried about Lovey Smith leaving and Tressman being his first year with them with no Erlacher leading that defense anymore, but I got a lot of faith in, in Brandon Marshall in particular. I think Matt Forte is going to have a good season. They, they did a good job sewing off that offensive line. The addition of Martellus Bennett helps as well. Um, hopefully Alshon Jeffrey can stay healthy and hopefully we'll see a lot of production out of them and Jay Cutler can stay consistent. Yeah, I'll take the over as well. Um, not much over, but I do like a more than eight and a half wins. Um, but yeah, I had him at- Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was yeah. going to say I have one and seven. Yep, I feel like Mark Tressman's a very interesting addition. Uh, maybe bring something that some a little bit of style that we haven't really seen yet um, from an offensive standpoint. So very, just very intrigued by Chicago, uh, especially with the healthy Matt Forte and like you mentioned, Brandon Marshall and you know Jay Cutler both being healthy. Um, I really like their prospects there. Regan, hey, thoughts Mar- on Chicago? I got him over also. Um, I'm really intrigued by Mark Tressman coming to the NFL. He made uh, um, helped in the development of, Jay, of Jake Plummer earlier in his career. He was uh, with the Cardinals and um, uh, Rich Gannon. I mean, he made Rich Gannon a fantasy asset with that West Coast, with the with the West Coast offense that he runs. So I'm really interested to uh, mm-hmm. see how the how the offense goes. And I've got them over also. I have them second in their division. Sounds good. Uh, next team we've already kind of talked about a little bit, AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, eight and a half wins also. Regan? Cincinnati, I got them above. I got them winning the, winning the North this year. Um, I like what they've done. I like what they added. I like the extra uh, offensive firepower that they gave to Andy Dalton. I uh, expect him to take the next step up. I, I, I have faith in Andy Dalton. I like him. And I think their their defense is awesome. I think they've got a great defense. they got a great young core. And they're only going to get better as they go, as they stay together and play together. I also have them over right now. I do like the offense to, to be a little bit better than last season. And Eifert, I don't know if Gio's going to be be as big as everybody thinks he's going to be the first year, but I do think he's going to make an impression. And like you were saying, I'm, I'm huge on that defense. The additions of James Harrison, uh, Drake Kirkpatrick, and then picking up Marcus Hunt. I like him out of, out of the draft. I do think they're going to, they're going to win their division this year. Yeah, I'll take the over as well. Uh, recall this is a 10 win team from 2012, so they don't really, don't even really need to improve. I guess the only thing we'd be fearful of is some sort of hard knocks curse. Uh, that would prevent them from hitting this win total, but I feel like it, I feel pretty comfortable at that eight and a half number. The next team we'll talk about is John Kerwin's hometown team, the Cleveland Browns. Take it away, John. My good old Cleveland Browns. What can I say? Can the, um, can the Browns just can, can the Browns just be good? Like I feel like people that love football, like we do, just want the Browns to be good. They're they're, know, all, they're like the Cubs of the NFL. They really are. You know what's really sad? The Cubs are my second favorite baseball team. <laughs> I, I'm, telling you, I just, I'm, oh, I'm sworn to just teams that are never going to do anything or accomplish anything. But I actually have Cleveland under maybe a push. I'm, I'm kind of teetering that. I think they're more talented than that record-wise. I just don't think this year with Gordon being, being out the first two games, Trent Richardson unhealthy again right now, um, Whedon just I don't know if Whedon's going to turn the corner I don't really know where he's going to be at some people have faith in him I'm not totally down on him I just I'm not completely sold on him either I think the defense is going to be good I think our defense is going to be really stout that's something we're going to be able to count on I think that's going to keep us in a lot of games but I just think we're just starting to turn the corner I think we're about at least next year if not two years away from really competing for the playoffs and deep into the playoffs I should say Regan, go ahead. Hey, Richard, what do you think of the Cleveland Browns? The Cleveland Browns. (laughs) All right. The Cleveland Browns, yeah. I have them as a push at six wins. I think Gordon being out the first two games definitely uh, definitely doesn't help him at all. And I think it just adds to the Clevelandness of the Cleveland Browns. Just when they think they're ahead, it's five steps back. And that's the Cleveland Browns. Um, their defense, 
I think their defense is going to be something this year. I'm actually, I, I think, like, um, Markevius Mingo, I have a man crush on him. Um, I think they're actually going to finish with the same record as the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. No, we're not to them yet, but I think, uh, I think they're going to outdo the Steelers this year. And, uh, so I have them out of the push, six and ten. Yeah, that voice. Wow, that's a bold prediction. Yep, that voice, Steel? of course, of, uh, fakepigskin.com writer Richard Janvrin can be found on Twitter at Richard Janvrin, or if you listen to some of our previous podcasts. Uh, when Richard's around, hilarity definitely will ensue. Uh, I'll also take a push for Cleveland. I think that six number is pretty good. Um, John, the big thing that worries me is uh, is Brandon Whedon. Um, pretty much, I mean, it's probably the top of everyone's list who would think uh, cautiously about Cleveland. Uh, Regan, how do you see the Browns in 2013? I, I had him at a push until John disrespected my Cardinals, so now <laughs> I'm going to go lower than that. No, I'm Come on. <laughs> I got him at six and ten. Also, I got him as a push, um, and I'm not as uh, I'm not as concerned about Whedon as, as a lot of other people, especially with Norv there. When Norv's an offensive coordinator, not a head coach, you know he works wonders with quarterbacks. He's done it with other people. He made Alex Smith look good in San Francisco, even before Jim Harbaugh came along. Um, I think he can do something with him in that and in, in work with him in that offense. Um, my more concern is, uh, you know, the little nicks and bruises to Trent Richardson. I think that offense is going to run with Trent Richardson, and uh, if he can stay healthy. He proved last year he can play with injuries, but he's got to just get rid of these injuries. You know, he's got to be healthy. Yep, yeah, and before we jump into Dallas, we'll go ahead and take a quick step back just for Richard uh, and have him talk about his favorite NFL team, the Baltimore Ravens. Richard, what do you think of Baltimore's prospects in 2013 at that 8.5 number? I think we're going to go 19-0 and 0 this year, the regular season. What do we got here in Baltimore? 8.5? Uh, 8.5. Eight, eight, eight who makes this? Eight and a half? It's going to be over eight and a half. What's wrong with you people? We're going to win the division, first of all. Cincinnati winning the division. What's wrong with you people? That's not going to happen. All right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We lost a lot of names, okay? We didn't lose talent. We lost Ed Reed, whose arms are going to fall off every game. We lost Ray Lewis, who, you know, has a nice face mask, but... You know, his production's been declining over the past couple of years. Um, I mean, we added guys. Uh, we had a nice draft. Joe Flacco is the best quarterback to ever live. So, <laughs> I'm taking him at 10-6. and 10-6, winning the AFC North. With respect to Joe Flacco, is that all quarterbacks or just quarterbacks that went to Delaware? <laughs> or, uh, that's or, all quarterbacks. <laughs> He is better than the great Joe Montana. I right. said it. He's the great. He's the greatest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl for Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Ravens, not Baltimore. Uh, in general. All right, Mo- moving. Yeah, on. you better throw in. You sure? I don't know. What was that with Trent Dilfer? I mean, uh, that's true. He's a quality. I don't, I don't know. Sorry about that one, Richard. I, he might. He might have him on that one. All right, mo- moving okay. moving along to Ameri- quote unquote America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, also at that eight and a half number. Regan, how do you see Dallas in twenty thirteen? Huh, this is gonna shock you because you know my my uh, my uh, hatred for Dallas, but um, I have them above, and I have them winning oh. the division. Wow! 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 Two of you. Wow. That, that's yep. bold. That's bold, guys. How about you, John? I actually have them under. Yeah, I have them under um, as well. Uh, I had, yeah, I had that division kind of just beating each other up a lot. I had New York winning the division. Um, I have Washington kind of digressing a little bit with RG3 just not quite being himself for at least the beginning of the season. So, yeah, DeMarco Murray just can never stay healthy. Romo sporadic up and down. And Des Bryant's the one person I'm not going to say anything bad about no matter what. So love Des Bryant. Yep, and I'll, I'll take the under as well. Um, well, I, I think all of those teams beat the hell out of each other last year, and every single one of them was either nine and seven or eight and eight, except for Philly. So, I mean, eight and a half, nine and seven could win that division again. Yeah, yeah, and that division did finish with the Redskins at ten and six, uh, Giants at nine and seven, and Cowboys at eight and eight, which we have seen pretty much the past few seasons. They've all kind of been around that right five hundred plus or minus a, a game or two. Uh, our next team has the highest projected win total, or tied tied with a couple other teams actually. But uh, that's the Denver Broncos at eleven and a half. 
And Richard, go ahead and take this one. Uh, I have them over uh, 12 and 4. Wow. Okay. I'm just going to say it. You got Peyton Manning. You got the three receivers. Um, you got my guy, um, uh, Monty Ball. Yeah, that guy. He's pretty good last time I checked. And, uh, but yeah, 12 and 4. I mean, as the number one seed for the AFC. And real quick, I got an over under for you guys. Over or under twenty five years in prison for Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> we'll we'll get we'll get to him. We'll get to him. Let's yeah, <laughs> we'll do a little talking updating after this. Uh, Regan, how do you feel about Denver? In you know, and I got him. I got him over also. Um, Such I can a see big number. I can see. I know, but um, they were good last year, and I think with the addition of Wes Welker, um, Wes Welker's a huge step up from Austin Colley. Uh, so. I love Austin Collie. Yeah, I bet you like cauliflower. Yeah, um, but I'm just, I do. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll take the over as well. Um, I, I is there? There's a better than not chance that they go six and zero in the division, right? I mean, this is probably the worst division in football. Yeah, as we sit here in June. I mean, I only see three really good teams for next year in the AFC. I mean, outstanding. <laughs> and yeah, they are not included in that. <laughs> they're they're four. Hey John, what do you think about Denver? Oh, I got Denver over easily yeah, on that yeah. one. Like like you said about the division, I have them winning at least five games. Um, I'm kind of a believer in Kansas City this year, so I I can see Kansas City make. You hey, laugh at that, laugh at it, but I like them. Um, I, the only tough the only tough games are Houston, New England, and. Maybe throwing the New York Giants or the Ravens, but they really don't have that tough of a schedule for the team that they're putting on the field. Yeah, yeah th- even even, th- even two and two in those games and six and zero in the division. There's eight wins right there. Yeah, and thirteen exactly. thirteen wins in 2012 too. So obviously, I mean, doing things right there in Denver. Uh, our next team, Detroit Lions, uh, 500 squad, eight wins. Regan, I got them above, just barely. I think they'll go nine and seven. Even though I got them for third third in the division. Um, they got a great offense. They got a okay defense. We'll see how many guys get thrown in jail in the meantime. Um, I think Reggie Bush adds something. I take. I think they take. What were they last year? They were six and ten, right? Or four, seven and nine? Four, four and twelve. Were they that bad? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah they were that bad. I wasn't paying attention to them. Clearly. Yeah. So I think with the addition of of Reggie Bush and and Ryan Broyles stepping up, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Ryan Broyles' game. Uh, I can see him going nine and seven. John, um, you know what? I had him right about at a push. I was kind of leaning under. Um, I think I do like the addition of Reggie Bush. Uh, he's still going to kind of keep their offense somewhat one dimensional. They still don't have that workhorse type of running back. I think their defense is just still a little too young, a little unproven. I think they're going to be a little bit weak on the defensive side of the ball, but I think their offense is going to keep them in a lot of games. I love Calvin Johnson. How about you, Richard? Um, I think it's uh, over. I got them at nine and seven as well. Got to think about it. I, the, the way I look at it is, yeah, they were four and twelve. I don't know how much this would necessarily help the record in the long run. But Calvin Johnson was tackled at the one yard line like forty seven times. <laughs> so, uh, and Matthew Stafford, I don't know how he managed to throw for five thousand yards and only twenty touchdowns, but he did. Uh, I think their draft pick of Ezekiel Ansa. I think he's a little overrated, a little bit. He's I, think Nick Fairley, I think Nick Fairley sucks. And Dominican Sue is good. <laughs> <laughs> and they did lose Cliff Averill and some other some other good pass, uh, like in his good pass rush. And yeah, Kyle, Kyle Vandenbosch. Yeah. Kyle Vanden, yeah, he sucks too. But anyway, <laughs> 9 and 7. 9 and 7, second in the division. Can, can we just start calling Mike, uh, Mikel LaShore a uh, younger crappier version of Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Uh, so we call Mikel Shore Jesus Christ because he's the man. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll find no more greater Mikel Shore love than on this podcast. I will go the flip side of Richard. I will take Detroit at seven wins, so I'll take the under. Uh, our next team, the Green Bay Packers, ten and a half wins. Uh, and I'll, I'll start this one. I'll, I'll take it over. I'll take it way over. I, I don't see any reason why they won't have the best record in the NFC. Wow. Very bold. Very bold. Yeah. I like it. I, I'm going to take them over as well. Uh, not as aggressively as you <laughs> did. Yeah. But 
They have, uh, they got a couple tough games on the schedule. They play Atlanta, San Francisco, and obviously they have to play Chicago in their own division. Um, I think they'll, they'll clean sweep Minnesota and Detroit, but other than that, there's not a whole lot of, uh, competition for them down the road. Uh, they do play the NFC East, but Green Bay, I think Green Bay is going to be really tough this season. I, I got him over also. I'm, I'm not going to go that bold either. I got him battling, uh, Seattle for the three seed. Um, I can see 12 and 4, 11 and 5, and winning that division. Richard? Alright, over, 11 and 5. Aaron Rodgers is good. I like Randall Cobb. Their defense sucks though. That's it. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> End of story. Alright, on that note, our next team, Houston Texans, also 10 and a half wins. Richard, why don't you start us there? Uh, actually, under at 10 wins. I think the Colts are winning that division this year. Matt Schaub, he sucks, okay? I don't care what anyone says. He's terrible. I don't really think it's that great. Arian Foster, yeah, he, he, he aight, he aight. Andre Johnson, pretty good, pretty good. Nah, he's, uh, he's actually awesome. Uh, yeah, Andre Hopkins, I like him a lot. I think, uh, I think their defense is gonna be especially good this year with, uh, Mr. Royd's Brian Cushing coming back. Um, I've always been a huge Connor Barwin fan, and that guy, J.J. Watt, well, I mean, he might be better at delivering pizzas, but we will never know. And so, yeah, and six. Regan, 10 and a half for Houston. <laughs> I got him above. I got him at 11 and 5. Um, on drugs, Regan. I, not anymore. Uh, no. <laughs> um I, I got him winning the South this year, and I got him as the third seed in the AFC. Yeah, I have, I have him over as, over as well. Um, I'm going to have him winning quite a few games this season. I think they're going to be right about that 11 wins, right what Regan said. I do like the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, and I think their defense is going to be stellar this season. Uh, they got a little bit of a rough stretch. They play Seattle and San Francisco, and then New England and Denver towards the end of the season, I believe. But I still think they'll get to that 11 wins. Presented without commentary, I will take the under. <laughs> Next team, Indianapolis Colts, eight and a half. I've gone on record as saying I love Andrew Luck this year. I love the progression of the team, getting Chuck Pagano back as head coach. Eight and a half wins. I will take the over. I got I'll jump in. Yeah, oh, go, go ahead, John. Go ahead, John. All right. Um, I'll take the over as well. I'm just barely on the over. I think they're going to be right about nine and seven. Uh, Brad Shaw can stay healthy. I do like him. Find them finally having a definitive running back. Adding Great the addition. owner on the defense should be nice as well. I, I really do like um, T.Y. Hilton a lot, so I hope he breaks out this season. But I do think they'll be a little – they're going to digress from last season. They're not going to be – that 11-5 and five was a stellar record, but I still think they'll go 9-7. and seven. They'll be a pretty good team. Yeah, I got them over also. I, I can see 9-7, uh, and 10-6 and six maybe. Um, I, a couple question marks I have is uh, – you know, how is, I, I know that Andrew Luck knows Pep Hamilton's offense, but how is everybody else going to respond to it? And, uh, some, you know, there's still some question marks on the defense. I think they got a little bit younger. They signed some guys in the offseason. Um, I love the Ahmad Bradshaw signing for them. I think he's a significant step up on everybody else that's, uh, on that team. Um, but we'll see, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the rest of that goes, but I, I can see them, uh, I can see them going ten and six again. Yeah, and eleven and five last season, which is really impressive uh, under the interim coach Bruce Arians now in Arizona. Richard, how do you feel about India at eight and a half? I think we lost him. Oh, we did. Okay, let me try to get him. He sucks. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't show him online, so we will continue on. Just kidding, Re- Regan, Richard. Adam, didn't mean it. <laughs> All of us. Uh, okay, the next team we'll talk about, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And if there was a way to go to a Vegas betting window and bet who gives an F, I would lay a lot of money down on Jacksonville with five wins because, honestly, I could not care less. I'll take the under. I think the Jags are going to be easily the worst team in the league. I think it's uh, only worth talking about if anybody has the over on this one. Honestly, I really don't see any reason why this team should win more than five games. If if you had the over, I might fire you. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 appreciate that. It, I would hope you'd fire me. It, it's sad to say, um, uh, but I can see them battling the uh, battling the Jets for worst worst of, worst uh, record in in the in, in football. 
Any anything redeeming about Jacksonville? I mean, I guess from a fantasy standpoint, you could talk about MJD, I suppose. Uh, him coming back. I mean, even Justin Blackman doesn't really have that much value at this point. No, no, he's gonna miss. He's gonna miss four games. Yeah, his suspension kills him. If, if they insist on Blaine Gabbard being their quarterback, they're doomed. They're gonna they're gonna stink. And maybe they do that on purpose to have a chance at uh, Bridgewater next year. Let me ask you this. If Chad Henney was named the starter today, would you feel any differently about that five win for the Jags? Probably not, right? I mean, they, they get, he get, Henney gets them closer to five wins, but no, he's not putting them over that, right? No, you could say a push, but, you know, you, you, you might be able to say a push, but nothing. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't light a, light a, a hotter fire under me at all. No, if it, anything, I think. Individually, I'd feel better about Cecil Shorts and uh, possibly Blackman after suspension more than the team actually winning more than five games. But yeah, exactly. They, they might be more significant from a fantasy football standpoint, but not, not exactly uh, not in the NFL. Regan, and this really reminds us of the, of the Cardinals like <laughs> ten years ago, right? Kind of pre Anquan Bolden days. Oh yeah, Hort, just, just no hope, just nothing, no, no fantasies. Not, I mean, just nothing, just no a hope. wasteland. Yeah, no hope at all. All right, so let's get off Jacksonville. We'll hop on the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Royals? Kansas or, City Royals. Nice to go. They've actually been playing sorry. some pretty good baseball. So. I don't know baseball. Sorry, i got to pop up because it looks like Richard's back online. Uh, <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, seven and a half wins. Regan, take it away. I got them above. Um, I don't think they're going to challenge Denver for the for, for the for the uh, division, but uh, I, I – I think they got a ton of talent on there. I mean, we said last year they were a two-win team, and they had six pro bowlers. They got talent on that roster. They had horrible, horrible coaching. Um, <laughs> Romeo Cornell is a bad, bad coach. Uh, I, I like the, the Andy Reid hiring, uh, and I'm interested to see how he uses everybody in that offense. And they've got a ton, a ton of talent on the defense. I can see them taking a nice step up, 8-8, eight and eight, maybe 9-7, and seven, and it's a good, good building block. Yeah, homage to the uh, late Romeo Cornell. I flipped the coin on this one. Um, I'm going with the over on that one, just barely. I think they're going to be right about a 500 team. I do like the addition of Andy Reid in there. I think Alex Smith's a good game manager, especially with the explosive Jamal Charles behind him. I like them keeping Dwayne Bowen. They got they got a pretty solid defense. Nothing nothing crazy out of them this season, but I think they're definitely going to heavily improve and be right about that 500 mark. Might be this might be a great offense for them for for him right I mean the, running the the a true West Coast offense from Andy Reid this might be the perfect game manager offense for Alex Smith right You might be absolutely right and Jamal Charles himself they get a lot of dump off passes they can rely on him a lot not pull him out on third down for Sean Drawn and Peyton Hillis Yep Richard thoughts on Kansas City at seven and a half wins Kansas City seven and a half. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, over. I got him at eight and eight. Eight and eight. Um, a third in the division. I think Alex Smith and also everybody in this podcast is an upgrade from Brady Quinn at quarterback. Um, <laughs> uh, Jamal Charles. He's uh, he's pretty good. Uh, I'm not really a fan of any of the receivers outside of Dwayne Bow. I think Jonathan Baldwin's a bust. Um, Dexter McCluster, yeah. Uh, their defense is pretty good, but uh, we're gonna get to it. I'm not gonna give it away, but I have a sleeper team in this division that's gonna make the playoffs. As Oakland a good Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see. Anyway, I'll, yeah, eight, eight. Okay, I'll go under on Kansas City at that seven and a half number. <laughs> Our next team, a uh, 2012 Hard Knocks team, Miami Dolphins. Regan, we know your thoughts on Ryan Tannehill. Uh, does, does this look like an eight-win team to you? No, it looks like a nine or ten-win team to me. I got them uh, over. I, I got them second place in this division, and uh, obviously still not ready to battle the Patriots, even with the even with today's news. Um, Tom Brady might be throwing passes to himself, but but uh, but he, but they're the. Patriots are still going to win that division, but I do have Miami taking another step up. I, I like I like everything that they've done. I love the Philbin hiring. I like Mike Sherman as the offensive coordinator. Um, the only the only the only Mike Wallace signing exactly. Well, it just gives them more options. I, I think Mike Correct. Mike Wallace can be a bigger, more of a decoy than anything else. He spreads the field for all the short guys. 
Um, Dustin Keller, I think, was their their best offensive signing for helping uh, for helping Tannehill more than Mike Wallace. I think he's going to be a dump off machine, but yeah, I can see them going nine and seven, maybe ten and six if the if if they play their cards right, if they can steal a win or two from a better team on the schedule. Richard, how do you like the Dolphins? You leave us again. Seven as well, second place in the No, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yep, go ahead. You're good. Oh, you can hear me. All right. I swear to God, this laptop sucks. Just like a bunch of little players in the NFL. But anyway. I'm going to start calling uh, it a laptop. Yeah, 9 and 7. Um, yeah, exactly. Or uh, Jordan Reed or whatever else. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, 9 and 7. <laughs> um, 9 and 7. We'll leave it at that. I don't really want to talk about them. How about you, John? I kind of write about it a push. And I don't I'll think take a, I'll take a, yeah, I'll take a push at eight wins also. Yeah, I think it's more a schedule for me personally. I mean, you got to play New England twice. They play Atlanta, New Orleans, Baltimore. They have Cincinnati on the schedule. I think it's more or less they're just – I don't think there's, there's nine or ten wins on the schedule personally. I wouldn't be surprised. I do like the team. I like the additions. Defense, the Jordan addition, LRB, Wheeler um, looks great. Really, they're only, I think their biggest loss was Jake Long. Uh, and I don't think they're really going to miss Reggie Bush that much. So, Carlos Dansby. Carlos, that's a good point. Carlos Dansby. Our next team, Minnesota Vikings, seven and a half wins for the NFC North team. Uh, John, go and get us started. Um, I have them under. And it's nothing personally against that team or anything. It's more or less against Christian Ponder because I think he's terrible. Wow. I think we're going to see Matt Castle at some point That's this this season. I do like the additions that they made in the, the first round this past season, but I don't think we're going to see a lot of immediate – Immediate stuff from Patterson. I think he's still pretty raw. He'll be. I mean, he'll have some some highlight plays, but he's not going to be consistent from week to week. And Jennings was the nice addition, but if you don't have anybody to give him the football, it doesn't really mean a whole lot. Adrian Peterson's going to be the workhorse. I think he's going to have him right about seven wins. Yeah, I'll take under as well. And really, any hiccup to Peterson playing all sixteen games, really, I mean, those just start becoming almost instant losses for the Vikings, in my opinion. You're right. Regan, how do you feel about Minnesota? Six and ten. Got them. I got them low. I got them. I got them under. It's, and you can pretty much just dub in what uh, what John said. That's pretty much basically my exact same answer. Richard, how do you feel about Minnesota? I got them under as well. Um, I have no idea why this team sticks with Christian Ponder because. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. Would you would I you mean, feel better about Matt Castle playing? Yeah, I would. I'd feel better about uh, uh, Jeff Garcia coming out of retirement and playing with these guys. Well, he, he'd wow. probably take that phone call in a second, too. All yeah, right, probably so would. Like, seriously, what attracts this team to this guy? Please, somebody <laughs> please explain to me. I, I just don't get it. Well, they did. They they spent they spent a high pick on him, and obviously committed to him at least in the short term. Um, yeah, well, that's, their own, that's, that's stupid. I don't understand why they did that either, but I can see it now. All right, he responder drops back, and oh, there's the season. Yep, Minnesota sucks to suck. Go ahead. So we'll put you down with it for, with an emphatic under seven and a half. Uh, next. Next team, New England Patriots, 11.5 wins. Obviously, this is kind of before uh, the ever-increasing drama with Gronk's injuries and now with Aaron Hernandez's situation. Uh, Regan, uh, you want to talk about this first? I still have him over. I think 12-4. and four. Um, I, I just think as long as Tom Brady's healthy, they'll continue winning. It doesn't matter who he's throwing to. They've brought in stars for him to throw to, and they couldn't learn the offense. They didn't know the offense. And uh, he throws to no names and makes names out of them. And I think he'll continue to do that. I can see, uh, you know, Amendola, as long as he's healthy, he's good. He, he, I, 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 I remember you and me writing that head-to-head, and I can actually see myself kind of climbing up a little bit now on what I – what what I predicted more toward what you predicted, and I'm interested to see how the rookie Aaron Dobson is learning the playbook, and to see how he steps up. Um, but I still got him above. John, 
Yeah, I have them over as well, and I have them over just because of the New England Patriots. As long as Tom Brady's there and Belichick's there, it's really tough to to bet against them. Uh, their schedule, I mean, they play a couple decent teams in Atlanta, New Orleans, Denver, and Houston. But like you said, I have them at 12 wins. I, I agree with everything Regan just pretty much said. It's that simple. I like Vereen and Ridley as a combo, not so much individually as high, higher picks, I should say, for Ridley. But, um, yeah, I have them at 12 wins as well. Richard? Uh, I have my 12 wins as well. Um, Tim Tebow. I sh- uh, no, he, no, he, he, did you I, just really Jesus, have that? This is a, Jesus this, does follow this guy. Hey, this is <laughs> a Tebow-free podcast. With all this talk about him possibly becoming a tight end, what, is the, what, is the, what are the chances of a guy having another surgery, and somebody becoming a murderer. Come on. <laughs> this guy is just going to play football for some team. It doesn't matter where he goes. So Everybody just shut our podcast off now that you brought up Tim Tebow. Yeah, good this, job. This, 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 this does pave the way for my man Jake Ballard to be the top wide receiver, or top tight end in uh, New England. Michael Humamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanaman
I have Philadelphia under um, until we see what the offense is going to be. It's all speculation right now. Um, I think they're going to be exciting. I think they're going to run a lot of plays, but I still have them under in that division. And Pittsburgh, I have them under also. I think they're third in the division and seven and nine, eight and eight maybe. Yep, I'll agree with both of those under, under on both. I feel like Pittsburgh is the team that kind of spent wildly on a credit card for years and years, and the, yep. the payments come due really yep. on that team. So I, I do like Roethlisberger. I do like Mike Tomlin, but I do see under for that team. Uh, how about you, John? How do you feel about uh, Philly and Pittsburgh? I Philly under as well, same as what uh, Regan was saying. Chip Kelly, I'm excited for the running backs in that offense, but I like to see Vic stay healthy and see what they're going to do with that offense, how dynamic it's really going to be. And then on Pittsburgh, I'm right about that eight wins. I'm kind of leaning towards a push at the nine. If Ben Roethlisberger can stay healthy and we can see some type of production out of Le'Veon Bell, which everybody expects this season. So I don't think they're going to be anything special, but they might get that nine wins. Richard? I uh, got yeah, Philadelphia. Okay, seven and a half. I have them over at nine broken bones for Michael Vick, but with seven <laughs> wins. Uh, <laughs> I didn't finish last. Yeah, I got all this talk about the offense. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. But then I'm also excited to see how fast Michael Vick falls to the ground and cries. I'm personally a Michael Vick fan, but let's see some Matt Bark. <laughs> Matt Bark, let's go. Hey, don't forget about my man Nick Foles, U of A. He's still first team right now. And Pittsburgh, I got them under 6-10 and 10 last in the division. Wow. F the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> With no Pittsburgh slant there. All right, our next two teams, uh, San Diego, 7.5 wins. San Francisco, 11 wins. I definitely like San Diego under, and I will take San Francisco under as well. Wow. Yeah, wow. Regan, Regan go ahead. Hey, real, real quick, going back to Philly real fast. Um, talking about Chip Kelly's offense, They've only got one quarterback that could possibly run the offense how it ran in, in college. Nick Foles. No, no, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about Vic. You know that. Oh. Um, so it, it, I, I'm really I'm really intrigued by what kind of offense they're going to run because Barkley and Foles are not going to run a spread option offense. I don't think. Um, okay, San Diego. I got them under. Um, if it wasn't for the Oakland Raiders, they would be last in the division especially with the hiring of Ken Wisenhunt as their offensive coordinator. They're going to immediately regret that because he has no talent at play calling whatsoever. And San Francisco, I have them over 11 wins. I have them winning the NFC West, unfortunately. It's very hard for me to say, but they are a very, very, very dominant team. Back on Philadelphia for one second. It's going to be a very shady offense this season. That's all I have to say about it. Um, I think San Diego is going to be under. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Phillip Rivers these days. I, I do like them getting back Vincent Brown, and I like Denario Alexander. But that team's just – they're all over the place. I mean, they might, they could surprise you a couple games and then lose three or four in a row. So I still have San Francisco over, even with the torn Achilles with Crabtree. And we got Vernon Davis replacing him at wideout now, so we hear. And uh, Goldson scares me a little bit, losing him on defense, but hopefully Eric Reed can step in and – that defense should still be one of the best in the NFL this season. Richard, how do you feel about those two? We, we, I'm sure, I think he's San Diego is your dark horse, right? Uh, well, I'm going to go with San Fran first. I'm going to uh, throw you guys a curveball here. San Fran, I got them over. They pissed me off beyond belief, but unfortunately they're good. Um, Colin Kaepernick's tattoos will intimidate most defenses. Um, <laughs> San Diego, I got them over tenants. Wow! Come on, guys, Philip Rivers, let's go. Anybody? <laughs> no? no, come on. They do benefit from that division, like we talked about, right? With the Raiders and the Chiefs, uh, depending on how you feel about that. You guys still there? Wow! Nice. I can't remember what I have them in my rankings. But I think he's definitely going to finish as one of the top receivers. Like, probably top 20, 25. And who is that? Uh, Sorry, I had dropped off for just a sec. Denario Alexander. Oh, Alexander. Perfect. In San Diego. 
you know, Vincent Brown, he's an intriguing guy, but when was the last time he played? Like, 2003? Like, he's been hurt for, like... <laughs> uh, Philip Rivers, he's going to be a 4,000-yard passer this year. 4,300 yards, actually. Come on, guys. 29, 29 interceptions. <laughs> 14 <laughs> touchdowns. He's going to throw 49 touchdowns and 39 interceptions. <laughs> Second in the league to Joe Flacco, right? And need Tommy John surgery. <laughs> Joe Flacco's going to have 60 touchdowns. And <laughs> but no, San Diego, they're going to make the playoffs this year. You heard it here first. But then they're going to get smoked by the Colts. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. You heard it here only. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. All right. Moving along, Seattle Seahawks, 10.5 wins. Division mates, St. Louis Rams, seven and a half wins. I like Seattle over and St. Louis under. Regan, go ahead. I've got them both over. I got uh, Seattle maybe maybe tying San Francisco for uh, best best record in that division, but uh, losing the tiebreaker. And I've got St. Louis taking another step up. I can see them at least eight and eight. Regan somehow has forty four wins for the NFC West. That's right. <laughs> Nicely they're all they're all going twelve and four. <laughs> wow, <laughs> John, go ahead. Uh, I have Seattle over. I'm a big Seattle fan. I think there's going to be some great games this season, especially those two against San Francisco. Um, they get to play New Orleans, Atlanta, and Houston as well, which should all be great games. Regan, I love your call on St. Louis. I, I have to go slightly under at seven wins, just because I couldn't find eight wins on the schedule. That's what it all came down to, but I like what they've done with their team. I just hope their running back situation pans itself out. No, it, it will one, one way or the other. Richard, how do you feel about those two NFC West teams? Uh, okay, Seattle. I have them under at 10-6. and six. Maybe there's going to be a little bit of a regression with Russell Wilson. Don't get me wrong. He's a pretty intriguing guy, but I just think what he did last year was just... I... I going to be tough for him to do it again. Um, their, their receivers are pretty good. Percy Harvin, I like him. Uh, I just hope they utilize him correctly. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, it's pretty good. Their defense, they can, st- uh, they can, they can stop with the Adderall. I think they're going to be all right. Um, and St. Louis, I have them under, but if Zach Stacy's the starting running back, they're going to win the division. <laughs> wow. Difference he's, ba- maker, huh? he's bound to hit on a couple of these, you realize, guys. <laughs> he keeps throwing them out. Oh, oh, I, I, like that, I, like the, I like that one more than uh, Rivers for 4,300 yards. What I do have, though, is I have St. Louis, Seattle, and San Fran all going 2-0 and against the Cardinals, and the Cardinals finishing 1-15. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fighting words. <laughs> all right, our oh, final... There were Cardinals fans in here. My bad, guys. My bad. <laughs> Moving along, our final three teams, guys, as we wrap it up. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 7.5, Tennessee Titans at 6.5, and, and Washington Redskins at 8.5. Regan, you want to tackle those? Tampa Bay, I got them above. Um, probably 8-8 eight eight is what I'm thinking. I, uh, I, I, I'm indifferent on, Matt, on, on Josh Freeman. Um, so are the Bucks. Uh, yeah, exactly. Obviously, Greg Ciano doesn't like him, and that's my issue. Is 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 he going to play the same as he was two years ago, or is he going to play the same as he was last year? He's got all the weapons to do good. We'll see what happens. Tennessee, I have under six and a half. I'm sorry, Ty, uh, if you're listening. Um. They'll be better than Jacksonville, yes, but I have them under. And Washington on eight and a half, I have them under also. Um, eight and eight, maybe seven and nine, and third in that division. John, how do you feel about those three? Um, I have Tampa Bay just slightly under. I think Josh Freeman's just a little bit of erratic. I do love me some Dougie Fresh. I do like their offense. They've got a pretty decent defense as well. I just don't think they're gonna they're gonna put it together this season with the quarterback play. I've got Tennessee a little bit under as well. Um, I like they've kind of sewed up that offensive line as well, like a couple other teams. 
but still not a huge believer in Chris Johnson. And Jake Locker really hasn't done anything to impress me yet, even though I own him in the Riders League as my backup quarterback. And I have Washington under. I just see them getting beat up by everybody in the division and then playing Green Bay, Chicago, Denver, San Francisco, and Atlanta outside of the division is just wow. it's not going to do them any wonders. Yeah, that, that, that's rough. It's crucial. Yeah, Richard, how do you feel about those three teams? under uh, for some reason Josh Freeman reminds me a lot of David Garrard he does just enough to keep you interested as your starting quarterback he, he's solid don't get me wrong but I feel like this is I feel like this is his last chance and next year we're going to see Mike Glennon as the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers interesting good analysis yeah how about uh, t- Tennessee Tennessee. <sighs> <laughs> Under. How about Washington? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have Tennessee winning the division at 13. No, hell no. Jake Walker, <laughs> give me a break, man. Should have stayed at Washington for another 15 years. <laughs> Washington. I have them over at 10 and 6. They're going to beat Atlanta this year. They're going to beat Denver. All right? I said it. RG3 is the man. Pierre Garcon needs to stay healthy. That's for sure. Um, Brian Arakpo, he's going to kill Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning will die this year. <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I, I apologize for all my uh, professional analysis tonight. But uh, 10 and 6, 16. Let's be real here. Come on. Yeah, Tampa, I like under seven and a half. Tennessee, under six and a half. And Washington, under eight and a half. Uh, so we'll get all these compiled. We'll get them up on the website as a story probably Thursday, uh, definitely before the end of the week. Uh, anything, closing thoughts, guys? Regan? You know what? I, I, I'd like to welcome uh, two of our newest writers to uh, Uh Scott Lynch is uh, at... Scott Lynch, L-Y-N-G-E on Twitter, and um, uh, Pat Donnelly. He is uh, at Legend Donnelly. One D, two N's, two L's. They both uh, yeah, they, they both got their first articles for us published this week and uh, give them guys a follow and uh, give their stuff a read. Yeah, I'd like to congratulate those guys coming aboard as well. Um, Congratulations to Scott for getting honorable mention in the fake football writing contest first round. And um, Pat Donnelly, glad to have you on. New article just dropped today, the first one. So looking forward to those guys working, all of us working together. Yep, for sure, especially as we uh, write more articles as we near the beginning of the season. Uh, It's been great so far. Richard, pleasure as always, my man. Those poor souls. Why the hell did they come to this website? (laughs) Those poor bastards. Anyway, hey. <laughs> welcome aboard, welcome aboard. All right. Wait. <laughs> I don't have a way to mute you, unfortunately. <laughs> Hold on. I got something to say. Okay, go ahead. Um, John, where's my Joe Flacco avatar, man? It's coming. I'm having trouble with the pink background. It's, it's, it's contrasting a little too much right now. I've been working on it, trying to make it flow, look good for you. But you know, pink pink's a little too tough for Joe Flacco. I feel like I feel like well, pink and purple don't go together as well as people think, huh? I, I feel yeah, like Richard. Absolutely. I feel like Richard is a walking Joe Flacco avatar. Can't do Joe Flacco. You could do. Um, who's that one player for that NFL team? Uh, shoot. <laughs> Trent Dilfer. <laughs> if you could do uh, Tony Banks, yeah, this could be just, he's, the only, he's the only football player in the NFL. So, can we just do a podcast for like four hours? Because this... <laughs> let's not make it this one. <laughs> yeah, it's like twelve forty here at Eastern Time. I'm gonna. I'm going to try to wrap this up, so let's try again.
thanks again, as always, to our guests, Richard Janvrin at Richard Janvrin on Twitter, our man John Kerwin at jkerwin777k on Twitter, and uh, Regan FP, Regan the Ant. A pleasure as always, guys. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having us on again. Until until next time. (laughs) What? Appreciate everything, guys. It was fun once again. I can't wait to do it next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Destroy yourself. First, nothing works.
worse than the mother's pain of a son slain and busy hurt. Can't wait for the state to side the faith. So this jam I dedicate places with the racist faces. Sample one of many places. Sweet, sweet, and speak. I speak for my lesson. Learn in Virginia. I don't smile in a line of fire. I go wild and run it from things and drugs even violence. What to do? Get your head ready. Instead of getting physically sweaty. When I get mad, I put it down on a pad. Huh. Something that you never had Controlling Fear of high rolling God bless your soul And keep living Never alive Kicking alive Dropping a bomb Brain game Intellectual being Now move as a team Never move alone But well, welcome to the Terror Dome <laughs> Yo, look at you Look at you now You ain't wondering Now look at you 